two things before we get into basketball. If you're a farmer and you need fertilizer, chemicals, specialty product needs for your crops, be sure to call my guy, Josh Wolf, pest control advisor at Simplot. He has 10 years of crop advising experience. His number is 559-567-9500. That number again is 567-9500. Give Josh Wolf a call and tell him we sent you. Secondly, if you guys need wine, go check out Givali Winery. That's Givali, Z-I-V-E-L-I, local winery in town with Brick Oven Pizza. They are open Saturdays and Sundays from noon to 5 and let them know where Bulldogs sent you. Thanks and go dogs. Hello, Red Wave. Welcome to Where Bulldogs Podcast. This is Caleb Nail alongside the brother, Cole Nail. What's going on, guys? To break down your Fresno State Bulldogs loss. Fresno State men's basketball team loss to the yes, Colorado we, State Rams. We have reached both extreme ends of emotion. Yes. In one In less one than week. a week. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So the dogs... Travel to Colorado, to Fort Collins, lose 79-57. to 57. That is a whopping 22 points. Uh, just after a huge win at the Save Mars Center over a ranked undefeated New Mexico team, it was awesome. This, not so much. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, first things first, we're going to... I don't think there's... Real, there's really a, like a game story other than that. It was just bad, and Colorado State hit a lot of threes. Yeah. I believe 14 total threes. Yeah, yeah, they hit 14. So other than that, it was bad. We're going to just break down, um, have a conversation about it, and then get you fired up about the next game, San Jose State. <laughs> we knew it was going to be really tough. After the New Mexico game, because one, our guys busted their butt. It was a scrappy game. Um, we looked really tired. I'll just say that. And I and I, I believe it because we got we we were beat up after the New Mexico game. If you were there watching it, my goodness. So we knew it was going to be tough. We had to go on the road. And then we have another road game, by the way. Uh, the San Jose State game is on the road. So Do you it, have our uh, away game record off the top of your head? Not off the top of my head, no. Okay. But well, I know the last two we've got absolutely annihilated. Utah State beat us by thirteen, and Colorado State was up by twenty-two. Right. And and Colorado State didn't have, I don't know, they didn't impress me at least with their their schedule leading up to this game. No. Uh, well, let me read the schedule. After that game, Colorado State goes to nine and eight, one and three in Mountain West as their first Mountain West win. Fresno State. Drops to six and nine overall, two and two in the Mountain West. Reminder: the Mountain West is loaded. Like th- this, is the most one of the most competitive conferences in well, yeah, the nation. Just recap what happened on Saturday. I mean, New, or this these last group of games. New Mexico just lost to UNLV. Yep. So now they're a two loss team. Mm-hmm. They were the last undefeated team. They just dropped two in a row. <laughs> Boise State completely annihilates Utah State. 
completely what, what, annihilates. What, what was the score on that one? They put up over 80 points, I think. I, I don't remember, but it was bad. <laughs> I think it was like 82 to 59. Don't quote me on that. but <laughs> It was bad. <laughs> uh, yeah, the Mountain West is really good. But back to our game, we did find three positives, so we will get there. But before I forget, we need to cover what you guys said about the game. Um, you can follow us on Twitter at Beware CSUF. I put it out to you guys. Uh, Bulldog fan just says Kevin Hart saying, "Damn, you know it's it's true." Uh, real Fresno State fan, and we could talk about this as fans, but it's if it continues like this, he says it's looking like Coach Hutt's last season. That's been talk around the Red Wave. I think every loss it's going to come up. Unfortunately, didn't, yeah. but the New Mexico win was huge. And so people forget when you're winning, obviously. Sure. Uh, Cause that's what he's supposed to do. That's what we hired him to do. Right. Right. The so. three, he says the, th- all those threes buried us. Bulldog born. I hate when football season ends because I know the athletic department will give me nothing until football season starts until next football season starts. <laughs> uh, I don't know. How do, do you think the athletic department does a great job marketing the basketball team? No. Okay. No, not at all. No. Well, I mean, just look at the stadium. Is is it full? No. Right. Well, and it's going to be. There was a good crowd at New Mexico, though. Decent. Better. But, I mean, better. we didn't even hit five thousand. No. Kevin says, "How can that win at home not build momentum? This team is hard to figure out." Yeah, it's that's what you get with a a team of athletes. What do you mean by that? I mean, they're going to have games where they're just, they're processing things correctly and they're, they're getting looks that they understand and they're just in the zone, I guess, and, and hitting their shots. But, that, and then, then they'll get the extreme opposite with an athlete just because I don't know. They're, I don't know. How do I put this? Just inconsistencies with, when, with their not being, a yeah just they're the the athletes fundamentals aren't there as much i mean they can be there but like a purebred athlete that's that's not accustomed to basketball they're still they're still i guess getting a hold of this game of basketball mm-hmm. but they're so athletic that they're playing at d1 which is a lot of guys still mm-hmm. and uh and when you talk about fundamentals, you're talking like how to read a screen, how to set one and dribble off one, how right, to right. I mean, if, help if, over on defense. If a, a crazy good athlete comes and I set a screen for him and and he sees the guy, uh, you know, they switch, right? Mm-hmm. The guy jumps up on that guy and then I roll mm-hmm. um, and then – the wing helps down, and but he's now looking at me and he's looking to shoot. He he's totally forgetting about the the weak side wing that's helping down, and that guy in the corner is wide open. He's not going to understand how to read that. Like where do you look? Like right. you have you have three reads that you have to do. Uh, technically four four because you have uh well ball do, side help do, too. Do you shoot it right? If they help off, do you shoot it? If they step up, your guy the guy that's setting the screen's got to read. Okay. Is he playing way off? Do I pop up and pop the three? 
And so the guy with the ball is going to read, okay, is he going to pop up? Or is he playing up? And so is he going to seal and go to the basket, dump there? So there's three reads already. And then if he does seal and go to the basket, now we are reading weak side wing help, or actually, I guess the wing that's on that side, if he drops down to play that help side, then you you got to read that. And if he does, you got to kick it out to the three-point line in the corner for corner three. And if strong side help comes, then you're hitting balls, the guy in the corner on your side. Right. So there's another one. Yeah. So, an, I mean, a guy that hasn't played basketball since the fifth grade, he's not going to understand. It, it, it's going to be, unless he's played so, so much and exclusively basketball since high school, maybe then I'll, I'll but, give him it. But our players have. They've played that much basketball. Well, you'd hope, but but maybe it's at a position that, that doesn't have to do that. Like, on, honestly, the two and the three, sit, standing in the corner, chucking up threes, the guys who get all the glory, easiest position in the game. <laughs> okay, but you're talking about reading defenses, and we have mainly, and you talked about screen, we mainly have Jamal and Isaiah running that position, Isaiah Hill. Right. So, I mean, that's a... What I th- what I think though is when Isaiah Hill is running it, he's a little smaller. He's got huge guys hanging on him, so it's really tough for him to make those reads and and then make the pass or finish at the well, especially at the rim. When, when our guys are standing still. Yes, that is the other thing. There should be something else going on opposite a ball, either right. an off ball screen or something going on. Yeah. But either we're getting off track. Um. But I agree with Kevin. It is The team is hard to figure out. And it, I think a lot of it has to do with the way we're shooting that night. If we don't have a threat from beyond the arc, it's going to be a really long night. Yeah. Uh, we'll get into defensively how I felt about the game. Um, and and that's gonna, that made a huge difference. Um, Shannon, she makes a good point here. We didn't have the same energy we came out with last game. And I think we were that was due to being tired. Yeah, we're traveling terrible. Yeah, we need consistency from our guards, and we got to play team ball. You got to. <laughs> I. It's true, uh, especially with, you know, we're a guard-oriented team. So that means just like that scenario that you put us through, that is team ball. You have to make the extra pass. You have to be able to read. You know, I'll keep going. Uh, she says, make the extra pass. Last game, we were intentional about getting the ball inside. This game, not so much. Yeah. Uh, well, ma- go ahead. We'll talk about that later, though. Getting the ball inside. Yeah, yeah. Um, Matt says a sad return to form this year. <laughs> oh man, brutal. And then David, another call for uh, Coach Hut. Really? Yeah. Wow. So two. Uh, I mean. We talked about this yesterday, actually. We sat down with Jorge Reyna, looking to the future for you listeners, uh, you and I. Jorge talked about the pride of the red wave. There's a lot of pride. Yeah. And when things aren't going well, because I, it's a smaller niche, the, the basketball world is, you're going to hear all of it. Yeah, the people that are basketball fans are true fans. Yes, so you, they're going to tell you the truth because they want the best for Fresno State. Right. And we shouldn't condemn them for that. No, no. And and I think most of the time it's said through love. Right. They're not being 
jerks and buttholes about it. Right. Yeah. It's not like screw, screw HUD and screw the kids. I hate everybody. It's like, we want the best for the kids. So we need a new coach. Right. So I'm, I mean, obviously we'd wish the, wish the best for HUD, but I mean, it's, it's not a bad thing to expect greatness. No, 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 so. no, no. And he, you know, you didn't hear anything when they beat New Mexico. Well, of course not. Cause they, we beat New Mexico. Right. Right. Who up to that point was doing great. Right. So and I, I think it's fun. It's a fun conversation to have. Uh, there's definitely going to be talks. Uh, we got one more on Instagram. Nailed John. They looked a step slow. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Kind of going back to the, uh, just being tired. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's get to the numbers. So final score, 79, 57 at halftime, we were down 35 to 23. You don't see that from Fresno state, this Fresno state team often, especially, uh, you know, teams that have been coached by coach hut. We're not giving up 79 total points a game and 35 points in one half. In the second half, we gave up 44. We gave up a lot of points. I mean, Coach Hutt talked about it at the at the end of the game. Defensively, the first half, their big man was beating us down the floor. He was running the floor and getting layups, easy layups. I I thought it was terrible defense the first half. So there's that, and then what started happening is we started doubling down low. Well, the guy down low, it so here's my thoughts about doubling down low. You whenever you double team, you really shouldn't double team. The double team shouldn't come right in front if the guy is facing you, you shouldn't run towards him and double him because he sees the double coming. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. That makes sense. A lot of that was happening, and then it was in it was the guy closest to the ball was doubling. And most of the time, that's the person that's leaving a wide open three point shooter shooter that the guy can see. So double comes, he dumps it to the closest guy to him who's right outside the three point line, buckets. And they shot it's at home. Colorado State shot well. I mean they shot lights out. The first half from three, they shot well, thirty eight percent, not that great. But then second half they shot fifty six percent. Overall forty eight percent from three. Yeah, fourteen of twenty nine. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Uh, from the field they shot 54 percent it's hard to beat a team when they shoot 54 percent from the field yeah 48 damn near basically 50 percent from three point it's like impossible man yeah good luck but that means you have to adjust defensively which we didn't do no so we eventually switched to a two three zone what that's like what oh man well the pro okay so here's my opinion on the whole defensive thing so we started off big man's beating us down the floor we saw it against Utah State, I mean, our transition D was terrible. Right. Same thing happened. On a made bucket, we always go into this um, soft press, like three-quarter press, to slow down the shot clock. I think it actually hurts us more than— It has been. Yeah, I, I think so. There was, like, I think two uh, moments in the New Mexico game where it actually helped us. Other than that, it's only hurt us in the last— Three games. Yeah, I think if you're going to do that, you should put somebody on the main ball handler and force them to inbound it to somebody else. That'll help even more. If you really want to do that, that get the ball out of his hand. 
Right. So take away that uh, rather than trying to, you know, you're not going for a steal anyways, just take away that pass initially and then make somebody else bring up the ball. That's my first, that's my first thought. So, so there's that. Then we go into man. We're doubling the big, like transition, transition D is bad. Then half court D we're doubling the big. That's not working because he's getting a clean pass off and they're getting a wide open three and hitting them. So then we switch to a two, three zone. Well, they've already warmed up from three point land right. area. We switch to two, three zone that leaves openings kind of all over the floor. I've never been, a, if they don't shoot, I'm a, if they're not good shooters, I'm a huge fan of two, three zone. Well, but they're good shooters and they would flash backside, you know, find areas in the zone, right, short corners, wide open the whole game. Yep. High post, you know, right below the elbow line. They're I, flashing and it was wide open. Yeah. It was not good. No. Yeah. I mean, the only reason I would ever run a two, three zone as a coach would be to clog the middle and if they were terrible at shooting. If they had a huge big man. Right. Which they did have a big guy, but, and he was, he's good, but <laughs> they were already proving that they could hit, they were hitting threes. Right. I don't know. Well, and the hard part, you know, and my thought is, well, Andre is a big body. Yeah. And he's, He's not great defensively. He's a little slow, but he's a huge body. Yeah, I was going to talk about that later too. But uh, again, the 2-3 zone I didn't like because Colorado State was moving the ball really well, passing-wise, mm-hmm. dribbling-wise not so much. And that's how you beat a 2-3 zone. So we weren't even in the 2-3 zone, and they were moving the ball extremely well. Right. And then we moved to a 2-3 zone. And they were already basically showing us that, hey, look, we can move the ball without dribbling. And shoot. And shoot. So everything that a 2-3 zone is like weak against, we can already beat that. Right. So the decision for the, the coaching staff to go to that was really dumb. Now, I mean, we did kind of go back and forth. We were showing them different looks, with, yeah. which we've done a lot in, in, in all our games. Right. But there's no reason we should be in a 2-3 zone against a team that moves the ball super well passing-wise and can, is shooting – 48% from the field. <laughs> right. We should never give him a 2-3 look. If we give him any sort of zone look, it should be a 3-2. Yeah. Well, and we have faster guards than most teams, and one-on-one, we're fine. Like, I think with with uh, Isaiah Hill, Anthony Holland, Leo. Leo had a bad game, by the way. But, I mean, we haven't broke down individually yet. But and Jordan Campbell, Dustin Whitaker, they can guard guys one-on-one in my opinion. So I don't know. And we just didn't look comfortable in the zone. Anyone uh, can guard anyone one-on-one when you have good help side D. Yeah. Now they also set a lot of back screens. So they, they do a the Colorado state did a lot of off ball movement. If you didn't watch, they set a lot of back screens in the corner, wide open back, kind of like a back door with a little help. And we weren't helping on the back screens. Our guys were stuck in the corner you know, kissing Hutt, their... Hutt mentioned after the game. Yeah, Hutt actually brought it up. So he knows what's going on. So put a guy in that you never play, Hutt, who's got to do what you tell him. At that point in the game when you're... When you're well, I think that's why 22. they switched to 2-3 zone. Because we were getting beat on back screens and we weren't helping over. Because they because Colorado State was moving all the time. So there's weak side is doing stuff over here. So guys are getting caught up. And then on the other side, they set a back, back pick. Boom. Wide open layup. 
Yeah, but with the with the team shooting that well, you can't switch. You can, you can't do that, and it and it and it shows because they just annihilated us in the second half. Mm-hmm. So a lot going on. Um, wasn't defense was really bad. This is the worst defensive game I've ever seen. Also, you have to chalk. It's not all coach. You have to chalk it up to no. It didn't look like there was any communication on the floor. When you're setting screens and things yeah, like that, guys, it has, were, guys were lost on defense. Yes, it looked like a, you know, a freshman game in high school. Guys yeah. had no idea where the hell or a pickup game. Yeah, it. it was yeah. Awful. Um. Once again, we were back to taking really tough shots. We had multiple times where we had shot clock violations. Yeah, Baker's well, chucking up a fadeaway three again because we run our offense, nothing's open, and then it goes to one on one. Yeah. And we're not getting to the rim. Same old story. I mean, for the entire game, we only shot 15 free throws. And we only shot like, what, 74%? We shot 73% from the free throw line. 73% from the free throw at the college level. Well, what do you want it to be at? 80? Minimum 80. Yeah, Yeah. I think so. I think it should be. Um, So, again... We're taking tough shots. We did take tough shots against New Mexico, but they fell. We're at home against a wet again away from home. It's that's really hard to do. I am not a fan of taking forcing shots and waiting till under five seconds to get a shot off, well, especially when you're down by. Yeah, yeah. I if digits. you have an open shot, shoot it. Right. Shoot, shoot it. I don't. I don't care who it is. I don't care if you're well. <laughs> Isaiah Hill went back to his old ways shooting. But if you're open, you need to shoot it. Right. Well, if a guy's if they're leaving a guy open and he is shooting it, I mean a Hill went one for seven. He shot us out of the game. Yeah. From the three point from the three point line. Yeah. Yeah. Uh last this isn't my last note, but um uh here's last thing before we get into numbers. Andre, we knew was not gonna have the same game. He had at, against New Mexico, but he looked very tired uh, defensively. And and even when he had the ball, he struggled for some reason. I don't know why. Oh, well, because they were all collapsing on him. Right, dude, right when he get, he put right. the ball on the ground, boom, there were three guys around him. Yeah, and he didn't make the extra pass. Right, well, that, he, he didn't see it coming. And so, and yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't good. Uh but also Colorado, the guards need no, to go get the ball. Right. There was no reason for Colorado State to not collapse. I mean, they we weren't hitting our threes, so you got to pass it to Andre, who just had an amazing game. Yeah, collapse on him. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do about it? Pass it to Hill, who's shooting one for seven? Shooting, bringing what, 14% on the game or whatever it was? Mm-hmm. On the three-point line? Yeah. Sure, yeah. Do that all day. Yeah, no, it's a tough argument. It, it's not a tough argument. That's what... And I don't know if you saw, but all of our shots, even from the free throw line, we missed short. That's how that tells me we were we're tired. Yeah. I don't. Why do we not sub then? Put somebody. Put put the guy on the bench who's never played. I'd rather have him be playing than having our starters chucking up crap. Yeah, there's an. That's a good point. Don, I mean, Donovan Yap came in off. He was sick against New Mexico. He played five minutes. He didn't look good, and so he didn't play the rest of the game. Now. I don't know how I feel about that. I know he didn't give you good minutes at the same time, though. If we can't score, we can't make things happen, you got to get somebody else in. 
how many eligible players do we have? Uh, so, because I know it looks like nine players got minutes. Mm-hmm. And with the lowest being Yap with five minutes and Whitaker with eight minutes. I know there's three or four players on that team that have eligibility that I did not see. that ha- I have not seen get any minutes in Mountain West Conference play. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, three or four. Yeah, they need to be playing. After I, uh, uh, during a game like this, I think with so. With how we're shooting, they have to play. Yeah, and as I mean, that's I mean, that's purely coaching. That's true. Uh, the other thing, n- no one on Colorado State could guard Isaiah Hill drib- when he's dribbling. He could go right by everyone. Yeah, without a screen, and I wanted to see more of that. When we let Hill go to work and get to the rim or dish, I mean, he led the team with six assists. Well, honestly, we should have played five out, and Hill just go by your guy, kick it out to Isaiah Moore, who went three for three from the three-point line. (laughs) Yeah. If they collapse in on Hill, right, going for the layup, kick it out. Mm -hmm. He was our best three-point shooter, Isaiah Moore, this game. How sad. I mean, good for Moore. Yeah, <laughs> but you would expect Jamal or some or Holland or somebody to be leading the charge. Right. Uh, I'm just going to keep going before I get into numbers. I'll just finish my notes, and then we'll get into numbers and talk. We've already got numbers. Yeah. Uh, when we set a screen, there's two things that are happening, and I don't know what it what it is. Either A... The ball handler doesn't know how to run off a screen. Or two, we're not setting good screens. B, I said A, I should say B. B, we're not setting good screens. Why do you say that? Because we are, when I watch Isaiah Moore and Andre set a screen, I don't. we're not getting big and we're leaving early. We're not hitting the guy. for Like, you go hit the guy. And then... Also, at the same time, I don't know if it's because we're leaving early, we don't know how, how to set a screen, or Isaiah Hill, you know, when or a ball, as a ball handler, you should rub the hip, right? And because it, it didn't look like, or the ones I saw, Colorado State was their big man was not coming out and showing and forcing them to go way outside like you usually teach a player to do. Okay, I can't second that, but I trust you. Okay, so. I think we need to be running off the hip and pushing and go to the rim and we got to hit the guy. I just think that our, our screen game, our pick and roll game was really poor this game. And that's literally our offense. Most of the time. Yes. I mean, if it's, if it's not that, I mean, yeah, yeah it is. Cause usually our guy, will, I'll, you know, they'll do the little, uh, kickups or whatever. They'll dribble yeah. it and the guy will come up, hand it off. Then the big guy will be standing up there, setting a screen on that one guy. And then if nothing's open, then he'll just go to the other corner, hand it off, yeah. do the same thing. It's yeah. literally that's our offense. Yeah, yeah. So it it was uh, outside of a few like OB plays, right? Yeah, it was not very good. Now the big, I think the biggest n- number takeaway from this game is that we only forced six turnovers, and if we're going to be a good defensive team, we have to force turnovers. And what was our points off turnovers? Eight. <laughs> Which against New Mexico, what was it, like 24? Yeah, 21. Something like that. Yeah. And then we had 13 turnovers. Yikes. 
Yeah. It, it it wasn't a good game. Who who led our team in turnovers? Andre. Yeah. That's yeah, no surprise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we already talked about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah Moore actually led all scores with 23 points. That is, a, I believe, a career high in points good for or him. season high. Uh, either way, 23 points, that's good. Three for three from the three-point line, as you said. Uh, finished with eight rebounds. Went eight for 12 from the field. Yep. He had a great game. Right. We just got to get him the ball. He, didn't, he honestly didn't play enough. With the game, no. that, with the game that he was having, he played twenty six minutes, and I mean that's compared to the team leaders in Hill with thirty six and Hallwin with thirty five. He could have got ten more minutes. Well, and and Leo played twenty seven minutes, and we'll just talk about Leo Calmario right now. I thought he had a terrible game defensively and offensively. He, he shot one, lost. He shot one shot, missed it. We'll just go over his stats. Yeah, twenty seven minutes played, one shot taken, missed it. One rebound, zero assist, three fouls. Uh, yeah. Those, that's his stat line. For 27 minutes. And zero points. And usually I, you know, I, I usually will love to back those players up because they're usually doing things that are not really, they don't show up on the stat sheet, right? Right. But he was just running around like chicken with his head cut off. It, on it, defense, at least. Yes, yeah. I. It wasn't the same Leo that we were getting used to. It was totally, he was missing. Uh, Baker, who we're used to taking most of our shots, he did. Went three for seven from the three-point line. Four for ten from the field. He didn't hit a lot of jumpers. He had four rebounds, two assists, three turnovers, finished with 13 points. He was second on the team in scoring. And uh, just, it just wasn't the same. Jamal that we were used to. Uh, Isaiah Hill brought it up one for seven from the three-point line, four for 12 from the field, 36 minutes. Had He did have three rebounds and six assists and one turnover. There's one of our positives. I told you we brought three positives. Um, granted, we uh, brought the same three positives. Isaiah Hill, one turnover. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, usually he has about, what, six assists, and then he'll have five or six turnovers as well. So. Yeah. So six assists, one turnover. I'll take that. Finish with 11 points. Should have had a lot more. Yeah. Uh, Anthony Holland, he started the game, like you said, played 35 minutes. He went one for three from the three-point line, one for four from the field. He's didn't. I, I didn't think he took enough shots. Um, four rebounds, three assists, a turnover, finish with three points. You need more from Anthony. If you're going to win a game, you need more from Anthony. More points. I mean, that's another guy that do that dude played 35 minutes. Yeah, and with three points. Yeah, no, you need to have 10. Oh man. I I think if to win games, I think Anthony Holland has to score 10 points a game. Yeah, and Hill has to go like 30% from the three-point line. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If he's going to shoot, he he's got he's got to hit his shots. Right. Um, we talked about Leo, Leo, we talked about Andre and Andre had, he finished with five points, four turnovers, four rebounds, not the stat line you want from Andre. He only played 19 minutes. Uh, Jordan Campbell played 20. Um, I thought he did okay defensively. Wasn't the same as New Mexico. Uh, he had two points, went one for six from the field. Oh, for one from three point line. Um, 
had one rebound, four assists, two fouls. Uh, and that, what I don't like is when Jordan Campbell, our best defensive player, is in zone, and Anthony Holland is in zone. You know, I thought Anthony Holland did great on the big man from New Mexico. I mean, he didn't have any skill, but he was huge. Right. So if we need somebody really tough to lock down a tough guy, put Anthony Holland on him. Right. I thought it was funny because this the last recap I talked about Andre and Campbell. And oh yes. Having them on the floor, uh, at least uh, for ten minutes each together, and uh-huh. how that translates to wins. Uh, during, at least uh, since conference play, but uh, and th- it was this game, but it just I mean with how the game was playing out, man, gosh, we just got to be able to adjust, which our coaching staff has not shown. Did I don't even remember seeing Eduardo and Campbell on the floor at the same time. Yeah, they were yeah. okay. Uh, Destin Whitaker got eight minutes, went over two from the three point line. You got to have buckets from Destin. He plays hard defense. I mean, he had. A, he had one rebound. I mean, he's he needs to do a little more on the score sheet, but dude, he only played what five minutes? Eight minutes. Eight minutes. Yeah, that's Shot true. Shot the ball twice. Shot the ball twice. Can't even get warmed up. No, I know. Yeah, and then we brought up Donovan Yap. Uh, five minutes, one rebound. That's it. Uh, no one was in foul trouble. Uh, Leo had three fouls, but with a game like this, that's crazy get beat like that with no one in foul trouble uh we did out rebound them hey oh <laughs> 33 total rebounds we only had eight offensive boards though well they only had two yeah so it, it was good i mean they just shot lights out and it was because our defense allowed them to do that here's some fun fun stats uh fast break points three for the dogs we're way faster than that team. We need more. Seven bench points. That's not going to be helpful. Um, eight points off of turnovers. You know, we didn't force as many turnovers, like we said. And then points in the paint, 14. Last game, I believe we had over 30 with Moore and Andre. That's where we are going to beat teams, is in the paint. Well, if we can't shooting, shoot. Yeah, we have to. And we only had 14. Colorado State, shall we? Second chance points, zero. That's good. Well, they yeah, because they only had the two offensive right. boards. No, that's great. But they had 24 points in the paint, 20 points off turnovers, 14 bench points. Yeah, dude, they, they're getting points everywhere with 79 points at the college level. Yeah. That's nuts. Yep. So bad, uh, bad game from the Dogs. Next game at San Jose State. San Jose State is... Not a great team, but they have good players. Uh, they've given some teams fits. They have, I know they have a decent shooter, so we got to be ready for that. I know they have an ath- a very athletic guard. He had one highlight where he drove and dunked it over a dude, uh, which I'm waiting for one of our boys to do that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you get a lot of value from more, so. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy right. with that. I can deal with that. Uh, anyways, it's going to be a tough game. You can't t- at home. Once a, a team at home is scary in the Mountain West. Well, we're at we're at San Jose, right? Yeah. So we got to be ready to play. I think if we're gonna have play one bad game, I'm okay getting it out of the way right now. 
I mean, I'd rather go into the conference tournament with momentum, so yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. So it matters how we're playing at the end of the season. Yeah. Um, any last takeaways from this game? Um, I was going to say I kind of saw the Andre thing coming, right, when, when Colorado State was moving the ball around super well. Um, and then Andre started to get a lot of minutes. I was like, oh, no. Because I didn't want to mention it after the New Mexico game because it was so fun and – you know, it was just fun talking about positives for once. Yeah. Um, but there was an OB play that New Mexico ran right before halftime against us. And Andre was like a blown assignment. And he, the big old center got a, a wide open dunk right before half. Yes. And that was, that was all Andre. Okay. And uh, he just kind of looked lost. I, I was, it's one of those memories that I was just kind of remember in slow motion. I don't know. I was just literally watching Andre on the floor on defense, and he was he was lost. And so when Colorado State started moving the ball around, you and Andre's it. in, it's like this game's over. No, don't say that. Well, I mean, the coaches didn't adjust, and you can't expect Andre to do that. As as a coaching staff, you have to see. If I mean, if I saw it in the in the stands, right, they should see it. Yeah. Unless I'm expecting too much, but I don't think I am. Well, you need a big your job. You need a big body to guard someone down low, and Andre is your big body, because we, Isaiah Moore doesn't have the pounds to bang down low. He's got the hops and the wingspan and the height, but not the pounds. So you need Andre to bang. Then, then we can't be so one-dimensional in that we're a defensive team, we're a defensive team, and just drill that. It's like, okay, well we don't match up well. Uh, let's run the ball. Let's run up and down the floor. With these right. guys and make it a high scoring game. Well, we should. And I, I thought that's the way it was going to go this season. And I don't know why it hasn't. So, yeah, I mean, very... three fast break points. That's. Yeah, it's it's super frustrating to see how one dimensional we are as a program. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get behind and that as. I feel like I could coach any other Mountain West team and beat us. Really? After, I mean, since I've started keeping up in the last four games. <laughs> you're, you're such a good coach, Cole. Thank you, Caleb. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, yeah. I just feel like I could predict. I, I know all our players. And Weaknesses, I feel like I, feel talents, like I know what yeah. I can expect from each one. Mm-hmm. Now, from a game to game, it might vary a little bit because we're so hot and cold from three. Yeah. But. That's that's really it. If if Fresno State's cold from three, it's easiest win. We're terrible, <laughs> but if we're if we're good from the three point line, then oh shoot, man, I guard the wing and I gotta guard more and Andre down low. This is gonna be tough now. Right. But I mean, relying on the three, you're gonna get beating a New Mexico team and then losing to a Colorado State team by right. twenty two. Yeah. Yeah. You make a valid point, sir. <laughs> well. That's all I got. I, I think that, you know, well, at first, I wanted to talk about the San Jose State game and what you, what we think is going to happen and some of the stats or the, the money line and things like that hasn't been released. But give me – well, we didn't cover our other two positives. Sorry, guys. Our two positives, Isaiah score. Isaiah Moore scoring points. And Isaiah Moore three for three from the three-point line. <laughs> yeah. And then Isaiah Hill – one turnover. Right, it's big. Hey, one thing that this team c- 
can take into San Jose State to win? You're asking me. Yeah, so uh, I'm giving I ha- I'm making you look for one more positive from this this upcoming game. Yeah, from Colorado State, what's one thing we can take into San Jose State? I would look at the rebounds. And I wouldn't honestly, I wouldn't look at much of our just total rebounds. I look at their lack of offensive rebounds. Yeah. And if we can limit their offensive rebounds, that'd be and their second chance points, that's that's big, especially with how we've been shooting. So I would I would talk to Isaiah Hill and t- just reinforce, bro, no one can guard you. We're going to set this next game up. Go buy your man. Just go buy him. Yeah. But we're going to spread it out. Go buy him. And and I don't think that they're <laughs> – I'm going to probably say this about every game. Maybe San Diego State and Boise have really good athletes. But other than that, nobody else has the athletes that we have. Go buy your man. Make something happen before there's five seconds left on the shot clock because we're not going well if we don't go by our man we just chuck up a crappy three right right and so you know maybe actually now that i say that maybe the coaches are telling guys that you can go by him you're more athletic just go by him and we're not getting there so then you have but then you have to change you have to adjust but anyways i thought hill i thought nobody could guard hill on colorado state so I'm going to go to Hill, say, listen, I know you shot poorly, but you can get to the hoop when you want to. And we're, we're going to need you to continue to dish dish out um, be- open looks for our guys. Right. Because he continually leads the team in assists. Right. So if you can get a lot of assists, I, th- I think you should have 10 or more assists every game. But I think there is something to be said that he gets – usually the most minutes in the game he's touching the ball the most yeah so naturally i mean if isaiah moore if that was isaiah moore our big guy or andre he's probably gonna have most assists too it's just kind of a, a given stat line that's true so he should i think he'll should be hitting double digit assist oh i i that's what i said every yeah. game 10 yeah. at least 10 yeah every game i i would love to see hill with a double double in Points and assists. He should do that every game. Points and assists. Yeah, not like what? 10 assists, 10 points. Mm-hmm. 10 assists, 10 points. Isaiah Moore should have 20 and 10 every game. He had 23 and 8 rebounds. I think he he, he needs to get two more rebounds. Yeah. I mean, and that's not going to help when you lose by 22, but he needs to do that. And then you have to have Anthony Holland or... Uh, Jordan Campbell or Andre or somebody have an 10. So, you, so that's four players in double digits every game. More Jamal, Isaiah Hill, and somebody else. Right. But w- you can do that. When, Anth- when Anthony Holland takes four, uh, three threes, and he, he's got to hit if he hits those. Right, right. So, you know, I, I think San Jose State's team. San Jose State game is going to be very close because we travel so poorly, and we're just coming off an awful loss against Colorado State. Who knows? We might rebound because we're so bipolar. Yeah. Uh, we've been alternating wins and losses since conference play started. So we started off with a win against uh-huh. Wyoming, go to Utah State, lose, come back home, beat New Mexico, then go to Colorado State, lose. So so maybe we might win, but I think it's going to be really close, uh, single digits, probably within five, I think. Okay. All right, Colson, five within five. I think we win by eight. 
Okay. I hope so. Yeah. I mean, that's talent-wise, I want to say we'd win by like 10. Yeah. But with how we've been playing and we're traveling away and how our kids have been performing, yeah, I just I can't. Yeah. Still win, though. <laughs> Let's go get it. Thank you guys for listening. We will see you at home January 14th for Star Wars night against Air Force. <laughs> stay safe, stay healthy. God bless you guys. And as always, go dogs. Go dogs.